Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, that's the way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live and direct from the City of Angels, where uh, we got a big-time college football game coming to town after having a big one on Sunday night. And, you know, there are lies that you're told in life, right? Lies that you're told in life, and you just kind of... They're, they're sad enough to which they almost become cliche. And and one of the ones that's that's told you is that college football, well, every weekend matters. Every game matters. Our season is more important than anybody else's season. And that's why we're so popular. Um, And I do think that there is a level of, of buildup and hype for big games because of what's at stake that uh, is superior to that of, Maybe the NFL, definitely of the NBA, Major League Baseball, even college basketball. I'm a huge college basketball fan. Obviously, I've covered it for 15 years, as well as having a a, a national radio show for the for equal length. Uh, but but people mistaken importance for popularity, 
And one of the lies that's told you is, well, you know, the NFL, the college football season, every game's just more important. Well, first of all, it's not really accurate um, because every game isn't now important for, say, a Florida State, right? Florida State played in one important game, and because they lost their quarterback, it's likely they're not going to compete for a national championship, even though they were preseason ranked third in the country. What game really, really, really matters to them from this point forward? You'd never put them ahead of Alabama from this point forward, even though Alabama lost two starters on defense. Like Football is popular because it's football, not because of what's important. The, the perfect example is the highest-rated game of Sunday is going to be the Green Bay Packers taking on the Seattle Seahawks. That is a huge game and potentially an NFC Championship game preview. If you've watched the Seahawks, if you followed what they've been doing at all, at all, you know that uh, the Seahawks feel like this is a year in which they're back. It's not a year Cam Chancellor's not holding out this year, right? Uh, they were thinking about trading or at least floating the idea of trading Richard Sherman. He's not. He'll have another year. Last year's offensive line was a disaster. It feels better. They feel like they figured out the running back position, unlike last year where Marshawn retired and they didn't quite have the answer. Like This feels like Jimmy Graham's not coming off of a knee injury. He's been off of a knee injury. And yes, there's a little bit of dysfunction, but they operate well in dysfunction. The Green Bay Packers got to the NFC Championship game without much help on the defensive side, and they answered some of those critics and went out and added some pieces both in the draft and, more importantly, in free agency, something they hadn't done previously. Packers-Seahawks is an NFC Championship game preview. But you know what? If you lose, it's not like it doesn't kill your season like it does in college football, and that's not going to stop any single person from watching. Right? Like, that's appointment TV. Uh, just so we're aware, it's the singular reason. Antonio Brown's going to join us, uh, uh, care of DirecTV. You realize, Ramos, you have DirecTV? You have the su- you have the Sunday ticket? Uh, oh, yes. Okay. Most definitely. If you, have, if you don't and you live in Los Angeles, I hope people understand. We're listening to us on Sirius XM Channel 83 or on the iHeartRadio app. The only game you can watch on network TV Sunday afternoon, which is 1 o'clock Pacific, 4 o'clock East Coast time. That's 1 o'clock locally. Is the Rams against the lowly Colts, and the Colts don't have Andrew Luck. I gave you that pick back when the Rams were three-point dogs. Now they're three-and-a-half-point favorites. It doesn't matter. It's going to be a bad football game. Nobody. What would you rather watch? Seahawks-Packers-Lambeau Field or Colts-Rams, the L.A. Coliseum, without Andrew Luck? I mean, it's not even close, right? But the point is that people will say, like, college football guy will say, our season is better because every game is more important. And I guess you could make that case for Florida State in that that game against Alabama was so important and now they've lost their season or their com- competition for the competing for a uh, national championship probably over, likely over. They lose one more game and no other game essentially matters if competing for a championship matters. Like they lose to Clemson this year. They don't win the ACC. Nothing else really, really matters. But if that was the case... Why wouldn't SC versus Stanford, why wouldn't Notre Dame versus Georgia 
Why wouldn't Ohio State versus Oklahoma? Why wouldn't Clemson versus Auburn this weekend? Those are incredible college football games. If the importance of a game was you can or can't win a championship based upon winning or losing this game, and that you could make that case for college football. I know the the playoff allows you to lose a game and potentially still win your league. Ohio State did it two years ago uh, when they beat Virginia Tech and then uh, I mean, excuse me, lost to Virginia Tech and then won the Big Ten championship and used Cardell Jones and won you know, two playoff games and won a championship. I know you can lose a game, and there will be a two-loss national champion at some point, probably in the very near future. But the fact is that if there's 125 teams, there's only really 10 that are competing for a championship. And once you lose two games, the rest of your season doesn't matter. As opposed to the NFL, we saw the horrific start the Green Bay Packers were out to last year, and they won out, won their way toward to an NFC Championship game, and if not for the fact their defense was absolutely putrid, they might not have gotten pasted by the Atlanta Falcons. People mistaken popularity and importance all the time. All the time. So we got a great weekend, an absolute great weekend in football. Like last weekend was like the slow, like the, you know, they got like soft lunches, right? That was like a soft lunch. We got the full lunch. And of course it kicks off Thursday night. So you're two nights away. I have a fantasy football draft tonight, two nights away from the NFL kicking off Kansas city chiefs, Alex Smith, still the quarterback, uh, but they lost their starting running back in the preseason to an injury. Still have a dynamic defense going up against the New England Patriots who lost their leading receiver last year, Julian Edelman, to a knee injury to start to, in their preseason. So Chiefs, Patriots, and um, one of the all-time great Chiefs, NFL on Fox analyst Tony Gonzalez, longtime friend of mine, will join us uh, in, in about eight or nine minutes. Kind of interesting here on... The only way to encapsulate this past weekend is to sit here and take a breath and look, I don't know if these teams are truly tanking. I I think the thought is that these teams are tanking so that they can get an elite quarterback. The Bills have unloaded a bunch of pieces. The Jets are just going to be bad. I believe the Colts are going to be awful this year. Uh, Cleveland you know, took on that Brock Osweiler contract, knowing they didn't want Brock Osweiler, but did so that they could so they could get another high draft choice, a second round pick. And there is this thought that this is the year, and it could be a year in which you have one, two, three in quarterbacks: uh, Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, and uh, what's the kid's name? Allen, Josh Allen, from Wyoming. Go one, two, three in the draft. But, like, it's kind of fascinating when you take a breath. As much as we as fans, as we as as radio guys, like, oh, it's a locked-up cinch, they're going to be studs, they're going to be stars. Let, let's take it, let's, again, catch our breath and realize Rosen was incredible in the fourth quarter and not protected beforehand. But he doesn't have a hose. Even on that last fourth-quarter drive, he got a he got a delay a game. 
The false start was his his fault. He nearly threw a couple of picks. There are questions about his leadership, his intangibles, his love for the game, and whether or not guys are like, look, you're the you are the, you are the leader of a franchise. And then I love Darnold. Darnold has all the intangibles, but there are some that question his tangibles. Again, not a not a cannon for an arm. Kind of winds up when he throws. He's not huge. He's only about six foot two, even though he's big and broad shouldered and looks the part of a Greek god. And Allen is a guy who checks all of the boxes in terms of the physical attributes it takes to be great, but he's less than a sixty percent completion guy. Didn't didn't look great against Iowa. Granted, there's a talent disparity there. And as we've seen with quarterbacks that don't make it, neck up is much more important than neck down. And we don't know what his makeup is in comparison to a Rosen or a Darnold. The point is that though there's some hits here on young quarterbacks, right? Like I'm a Jameis guy. I'm a Mariota guy. I think those two are the real deal, man. I think they're really good. I think Andrew Luck's the real deal. There have been just as many early draft pick flameouts as there have been success stories. And if you watch this past weekend, uh, Donald was okay. Rosen wasn't very good until he was phenomenal. And Allen was okay. And so if you think you're going to set your franchise back, I like the Bills, I don't think they're doing it just for a quarterback. Now, they would like to take a shot at a quarterback because as Doug Whaley, who butchered many previous drafts, told people, and it was accurate, they were in quarterback purgatory, right? You're drafting so low that you can't get the elite quarterback of the draft. And yet you don't have one and you can't find one. Um, on the other hand, you need to load up with talent and they're just trying to get as many draft picks as they can, much like the Cleveland Browns, much like the Niners did this past year. Because there are no locked up cinches. And if you watch this past weekend, even if you love Darnold, I do. You love Rosen, I do. And you're intrigued by Allen, I am. It ain't like they're perfect, refined products who you know, beyond a reasonable doubt, are going to be pro bowlers or even better yet, all pros. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Have you guys been reading some of this Ezekiel Elliott stuff? There's a reason that people settle, right? There's a reason that they settle. And when I say settle, I don't mean why a woman, like why my wife settled on me. She did. She settled. Um, no, when I'm talking about settle, I'm, I'm talking about like lawsuits. You don't necessarily settle a lawsuit because you're guilty because you did it. Um, you settle because you don't want discovery, right? You don't want all the documents to come out that may or may not be pertinent to the case. Correct. Um, and so, look, if you read this Zeke Elliott, all these documents, Harold Henderson apparently is going through them. He's digging through them. He's like, oh, my God. Harold Henderson, uh, this is from Tom Belisaro. Tom, uh, Harold Henderson did tell sides he's trying to get a Zeke decision done today, sources said, but the volume of material 
makes nothing certain. The NFLPA says Harold Henderson has informed the parties he'll rule on Zeke appeal by close of business today. That was three hours ago. So here we go. So he's like, I want to get it done. He's like, man, there's a lot of stuff in here. So, um, and music you've read just about as much as I have. I spent like last night, my wife was like, what are you reading? (laughs) Um, I'm reading like all these documents that I'm not really that interested in, but I'm kind of interested in. Yeah. Right. Where Ezekiel Elliott, his, his ex-girlfriend is the one who he's accused of, of beating. Right. Correct. And Apparently, she was pregnant with twins, lost one, and then had an abortion with the other one. Correct. It was a, a miscarriage, like you said, of one of the twins, and then they decided at a certain point into the pregnancy that they were then going to have an abortion of the surviving one. Right. So, you listen, you you hear, th- like, that alone is enough. Like, you're like, well, why did he settle? And he didn't settle. There was no civil lawsuit. Right? But th- this is the, it's, that right there is the perfect example of why people settle lawsuits, even if, for example, Zeke Elliott, and she'll probably sue him at some point, is sued uh, for battery in civil court. Like, why would you write a check? Well, in this particular case, she was pregnant with twins, had a miscarriage, and had an abortion, and if not for the appeal, none of this would have come out. We didn't know that. That's why you always see in those settlement, it's for undisclosed terms, then no one talks about it. You don't know how much money they got because yeah. you don't want any of that information to come. Correct. Uh, there's other details in there. Apparently, she accused, he admitted to using drugs while in college, but again, drugs was very, very bland. They didn't ask him specifically what drugs, because you could say, alcohol's a drug, weed's a drug, and people go like, ah, right? Or I, you know, I... I took some E one night at a party, right? Like, I would frown upon it. I don't think it's a good idea, but I'm also a human being. I went to college. I understand that that does happen. She says in these documents, he was snorting coke before the before uh, before uh, he was drafted in preparation for the draft in Miami. Now, whoa, we have a completely different view. Even if Ezekiel Elliott did not beat his ex-girlfriend and that's part of the other parts of the details is that apparently she was beaten up by his new girlfriend she saw him with her that's the accusations there there's also uh text messages in which she the old girlfriend uh screenshotted a hotel reservation made for her by lucky whitehead the now former dallas cowboy like hey why'd they get rid of lucky whitehead maybe because he was uh, having as some sort of torrid uh, romance with the ex-girlfriend of Ezekiel Elliott, and she was taunting him with it, teasing him with it, if you will. Oh, these are all lurid details. It feels like feels like Zeke's going to going to get some games back. But I, I think that the details that come out show a lifestyle that is fast, loose. And on, even if he did nothing wrong, still, you could sit him down for conduct detrimental and say, we got enough here. Right? Like, like the argument that he makes with the girl, remember the girl he flashed her, her breast at the St. Patrick's Day Parade? He's like, look, we went back and we had <clears throat> afterwards. Like, she obviously wasn't that upset. That in and of itself, 
okay, I can dismiss. You know? But in totality, there's a lot there. And that's, I think, why Harold Henderson's like, there's a lot here to dig through. I thought it was just going to be a he said, she said, try and investigate. She may be lying, but is she lying about the actual physical conduct? I don't know. Let me kind of go through the police report, go through all the interviews. And then you start digging into all this other stuff. Like, I got, I don't mean, I'm just listen. And, and like the NFL has to over punish him. The NCAA does this all the time, right? Where they, they over punish you just because they want to be a deterrent, but they also want to look strong. And you can't look weak considering how they looked when they previously under suspended players for domestic violence. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Look, yesterday I hosted Colin Cowherd's show, and I did, I listened to, uh, it's interesting, um, our show was on nationally as it always is, but even on here in Los Angeles, so I happened to listen to Dan and Jonas as they were talking about, they were play. you guys played uh, What Did the Fox Say, right? And they, you guys were, they were actually talking about my comments about Tony Busby, who's the uh, regent at Texas A&M, who went on Facebook and criticized Kevin Sumlin and said, hey, I think we should get rid of him now. When, it, when they ask me, my vote is that he's out. And, and like, look, I, I think Dan and Jonas both agreed that, hey, he's like any fan, he's mad. And he's just speaking the truth. And the, sh- the truth is one of the things you, you search for on social media and the truth shall set you free, right? Like he had every right to be mad. Yeah, it was his, yeah, it was his take. It was his Facebook page. It was his thoughts. Yes. Okay. Um, here's the problem with that, Dan. And I, by the way, I listened to a good portion of the show. You guys did a really good job. Um, n- not too good a job. He's only take my job. It was, a good, it was, it was okay. <laughs> Dory, you're safe. You're it was, good. It's okay. John anyway, Ramos show. That's a different story. John yeah, Ramos show yeah. is big. It's big. It's huge. It's growing. It's impressive. Anyway, um, I don't know if you've seen like they're they're talking about it on all of the different networks. It's on all of the different websites. Is commenting on the comments made, and therein lies the issue. Like you're a regent. You're a representative of it. I know Joel Klatt earlier today is like, hey, look, there's much bigger fish to fry right now in that region of the country. You know, they could really pay $11 million uh, to get rid of a football coach. By the way, you probably have to pay another $10 million to get a new football staff if you get rid of Kevin Sumlin because you get rid of all these coaches and you get new ones. Like, I, I don't I don't take the, the Joel Klatt money and, 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 well, there's floods in Houston and that's bigger and that's more important. Of course floods – the floods and the recovery from the floods are more important than football. Of course they are. Um, I just look at it as, look, if you're a regent okay, and you're in charge of of guarding the future of the university, you got to take that really, really seriously. And if you're going to take it really seriously, you have to guard against overreacting or allowing your feelings to become public, especially after the first damn game of the season where you lose by a point on the road to the best quarterback in college football. You sound like an idiot because you sound like a fan. Fans are allowed to boo and to to be like Texas fans. You throw the foam horn fingers because you're mad because they lost to Maryland at home to start the season. Like you're allowed to be mad. When you're a regent, you're, there's, 
you're like, it's like a higher calling, right? You're supposed to be balanced and mature and go like, I hear you. I'm upset because what you do is you make that a story that's so big that even Kevin Sumlin today, instead of commenting on, hey, your starting quarterback is hurt. Is he going to come back? How do you bounce back from that loss? You played nine true freshmen. You came up, but what happened? Like, you didn't turn the ball over, but you still, you chose to go tempo when you should have been killing clock. Like instead of asking, can you recover? It's a, you play in the SEC, web, blah, 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 blah. Instead of football stuff, now Kevin Sumlin has to answer. I'm frustrated about a lot of things. I'm, I'm not real happy. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of things being said um, about this program, and our focus is on us. That never changes. So um, I'm not in the business of, of really paying attention to anything outside of this program and, and, uh, um, or comments, whether good or bad. Um, my focus is on uh, what we can do to be better. And um, I really don't have time to, to get involved in, uh, you know, what things that are said about the program or about me or whatever. I've just never been that kind of person. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. You know, the Diamondbacks are like the best team in baseball right now. Dominating the Dodgers. Absolutely dominating. And their manager, uh, Tori Lavulo, joins us right now on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, do you guys have Apple Watches? <laughs> I'm just piecing this story together right now based on what uh, what I was listening to. So no, we don't we don't have any Apple Watches. We we aren't that sophisticated. Okay, so, so, I, so I guess I guess here's the question that guy who's always watched, loved, played baseball as a kid, watches uh, watches Major League Baseball and wonders. Like if you didn't think they were stealing the signs, why would you have to have such illicit signs? So like, I, you know, I I guess like is it from a baseball guy's perspective is stealing signs ultimately part of the game? Well, yeah, I think so. I think um, for for me, the way I look at it, when when there's something that's going on between in the white lines, if you can look for a competitive advantage, um, by all means, I, I think that that you should be able to use your instincts and what you're seeing and let your eyes tell you a different story and and make make the moment a little easier for you. So, um, I, I know that that the game of cat and mouse has been going on in baseball for so many years. Uh, the third base coach is a guy that's putting on a, uh, an assortment of signs and. No, that that's been the beautiful part of the game where one team is doing it, trying to hide it from the other, and the other one trying to figure out what they're going to do. So that's the part of the game that I enjoy. But you know, taking it to a whole new level with this technology today is something that I'm not so well versed on. Okay, what what's happened to JD Martinez? Right, like he was a slap hitter, and now he hits four <laughs> home runs in a game. What the heck happened to JD? <laughs> well, I know one thing. First of all, an unbelievable day for JD. Um, everybody dreams of that. Everybody. Now, at some point in their career, wants to hit a home run, you do it four times in, in a game. It's it's really, really an amazing feat. And I said 26 times in the post-game press conference last night, but it's only 16 times. So let's go figure. Less than a perfect game. Uh, now, whatever whatever he did last night was, was amazing. But the one thing I know that J.D. does every single day is he works on his trade as hard as and as dedicated to anybody that as I've ever seen. He pays attention. He takes notes. He writes down pictures, tennis, and habits. Right after the at-bat, you'll see him jotting things into, into his notebook. So there's a certain level of, of commitment that, that he is showing by paying attention on that level. And then 
perfecting the swing in the batting cage every single day and, and never letting up, and those are paying huge dividends for them. I like all, all that is great, but you have to explain Tori Lavolo joining us, the red-hot Dimebacks, and J.D. Martinez hits four home runs in in one game. Okay, right. but, but wait, he had when he was in Houston, he had a negative wins above replacement, negative WAR one point three. Okay, uh, he hit twenty four home runs in two hundred and fifty two games. They cut him, they released him. What what has I mean? Like he is, it's an incredible story. What has he changed? You know, you probably have to talk to him more about it, but I could probably get you a, a little bit closer. Um, than than what you, what it seems like you may or may not know, but um, you're right. He was a young player in Houston. He he was probably um, not as committed to understanding his swing as much as he is now. And I know for a fact that he made some mechanical adjustments. He went to um, a hitting coach uh, the, the the same spring that he ended up getting put on waivers and picked up by the tri- Tigers, and they they ended up reaping the benefits of this this revamped swing. So what that swing path is like and the launch angle and all the things that he broke down piece by piece by piece is something you may have to talk to him about. But I know for a fact that, you know, when they were getting ready to let him go, he kept saying, you know, look, I'm, I'm getting ready to turn my career around. I've revamped my swing. Please give me a chance and don't do this. And, you know, he shared that with me. And unfortunately they did put him on waivers and he's picked up by the Tigers and, and, and the rest is what we know. They've won 11 in a row, including four in a row from the Dodgers. They beat the Dodgers 13, nothing, uh, last night it, at uh, Chavez Ravine, their uh, their manager is Tori Lavolo. He joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show. They're 80 and 58, essentially a lock to get the wild card. Um, like, look, this, this is a team that, by all accounts, massively underachieved last year. And you guys were okay. And then now all of a sudden, everything is clicking. What has – you've been a part of this ch- – the, the process of change for the entire team. What is it you guys have been able to do that's gotten the best out of so many? Well, I, you're, you're right. This team last year ran into a few uh, unfortunate moments. I don't know exactly what happened. I wasn't here, but there were some key injuries to some very, very um, good players that, that were core guys. And then you know, Zach Granke uh, was banged up early. He, he got hurt, was put on the dis- disabled list. So the pitching probably wasn't as stable, along with the position players that went down. That, that instability got him off on the wrong foot. And then you can see what happened when seasons, when seasons aren't going well, things can spiral downward. So this year, I just feel like we wanted to change the culture. It was very well documented. This team last year won nine, uh, 69 games. And what I asked them to do every day was to go out and earn things and earn respect. And we had to do that, uh, you know, for the first game of the season. So we worked hard in spring training to put some new concepts on these guys, uh, create a little bit different environment, a different culture, and have a belief that we're a family that, that does things that are linked together. And we're a powerful group that we feel like when we go from city to city and stadium to stadium to play every team throughout the National League that we're equipped and ready for any type of battle. And it showed up. It shows up every single day. And the one thing that, that we do really good, and as good as any team that I've ever been around, is that we focus on today. And it's a really, really old, old-time old cliche. You focus on today, and then you worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. And uh, that's what we've done. We, we have never let something linger to the next day, whether it's good or bad. We don't believe in anything that we're reading. We have a lot to prove day by day, and we see where that lands us. All right. Uh, I, something that's been lingering is the elbow issue for Goldie. Paul Goldschmidt, uh, you, you know, you kind of signature player, one of the great players in baseball. What do you know about his elbow? Okay, you're right. Uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you, this is, this is a special guy, uh, a special player, and I think he deserves some severe National League MVP consideration. He's, he's, for me, he's been the best player in the league, hands down, and I'm only, I'm only one small guy in this entire, entire uh, industry, but I want to make it be known that's how I feel. Uh, but 
he went to he went to Arizona. He got examined. The MRI was was done this morning. Where we haven't got the information. He's flying back into LA uh, here in the next couple of hours. So obviously the doctors will will all get together, huddle up. We'll sit down with Paul and we'll get the diagnosis and figure out what the next steps are. How how important is it for you guys? Like, look, the Dodgers until they they've hit this this cold patch. How important mm-hmm. is it? But you guys have dominated the Dodgers all season long. Now now look, Dodger fans will say like, well look. The pitchers we've been throwing out there, they're not guys that are going to be pitching, you know, in the playoffs anyway. How important do you think it is your regular season success against the Dodgers getting ready for the playoffs? Well, I think every time you, you play within your division and play well, and especially when you're playing as well as we are against the team that's, that's pacing the entire uh, major leagues, you, you can you can set up some thoughts and say, well, look, we're, we're doing our job, and if, if they're playing as good as they are and we're, we're, we're uh, neck and neck and in a head-to-head race, that's going to give us a really good feeling. We respect the Dodgers and what they've done. They, they, they've got 92 wins, and they've done all sorts of things this year that, that have been really, really amazing. And right now there are some banged-up banged up players. But, you know, we want to just take care of what we do inside of our clubhouse and match up as good as we possibly can with whoever we're playing that night. And we do match up well with the Dodgers. We're well aware of that. But, you know, we got to do one thing first. We got to get into the playoffs and uh, and then take it from there. Yeah, you got to Rich Hill last night. I know you got Grinky going for you tonight. Enjoy Chavez Ravine. More importantly, don't, you know, you know the rule, other adage in baseball don't screw up a, a winning streak, right? This is all on you. <laughs> whatever you do, whatever you've been doing the last 11 games, Tori, you keep doing because you don't screw up a winning streak. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I've done one thing different over the past uh, 11 days, and I'm talking to this person right now. So if it doesn't happen today, oh, I'm, no! putting, I'm, put, I'm putting it right on you in this show. Uh, I enjoy the time. There's, I, I believe in that stuff to a certain extent. We're playing good baseball. We'll take care of business. All right, Tori, congrats on the winning streak. Can't wait to see you guys in the playoffs, and thanks for joining us. All right, anytime. Talk to you Tori Lavulo joining us, who waited an hour for me in Phoenix to do a radio interview, and I was late, and it was, it was bad. What a good dude. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. So let's welcome in the king of touchdown celebrations. 12 touchdowns last season. Antonio Brown joins us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, among other things, I got to ask you, how ready are you to celebrate that first touchdown? Man, I'm excited, man. I'm extremely looking forward to uh, celebrating with my teammates, to see who all in the end zone with me. Uh, now that the celebration rule has changed, uh, it's going to be amazing to celebrate with my teammates and uh, have them uh, in the end zone with me, see some of the offensive line guys get excited and fired up. Uh, about playing the game. So, like, the rules as, as I see them now with touchdown celebrations, you, you, can, you can go back, you can only do one pump, right? Um, and then, but you can, you can do all these, like, the group celebrations, right? Yes, sir. You definitely could do some group celebration, man. We might get the Soul Train line going. Uh, we might get the casino night. We might shoot some craps in the end zone. Uh, everyone might just take a nap. Uh, Man, the, the the options are pretty cool, and uh, we're excited about it. Dude, you changed the league. You've, that, like that's like, look, there's a lot of things that you've changed about the NFL, but you've changed the league in that they're like, all right, fine. We everybody wants him to celebrate. We'll put some rules around it. That's a big thing for you to, to for you to essentially change the rules of the league. Absolutely, man. Uh, we're just grateful that we get a chance to celebrate and do what we love to do, uh, and that's what it's about, man. Uh, celebrating the right way with your teammates. Uh, football is a hard game, and um, you, know, you got to have fun while you do it. Was there it, was there ever fun. a moment after the Facebook thing and the playoff, like everyone th- seemed to think your contract 
thing would work out. Was there ever a moment to which you're like, man, Mike Tomlin was really upset. Maybe they move on from me. Was there ever that thought that there was that sort of visceral reaction? It might hurt you in terms of the new contract. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't an ever doubt in my mind. You know, I know when it's time to get paid in the NFL. You know, you, you, you know, our job come with criticism. But um, you know, I, I knew. You know, people would try to uh, mentally bring me down in the media. You know, when you up for you know when you up for a prize, you know you got to endure adversity. You know, it's sad. It has to be the way that way it is. But uh, that's just the way it is. And, and I was prepared for it. Um, I'm glad Mr. Rooney came out and uh, and, and defended me and uh, standing by me. And uh, that's all that does matter. You know, people uh, who generally in your corner, uh, standing there being with you and um, knowing who you are and not getting caught up with the things people may naysay or write about me to try to distract the thing of uh, who I am and what I'm willing to do. Did you really think Ben Roethlisberger was going to retire? Uh, when I thought about it, you know, I was thinking you know, if I was him, what what I'd be basing retirement on or, you know, um, what would make him walk away. But when I think about him, man, he's such a competitor. Uh, I think he loved being around the guys. We got a great group of guys. Uh, we got an explosive offense. Uh, you got everything, every every guy on the front O line is taken care of. You know they've been working together for a long time, and uh, I think we got a special group. And we're a band of brothers, and uh, you know I think he feel good in coming back and being around us and, and the guys. And uh, what's amazing feeling having him there. You know we couldn't fathom what it'd be like without him. All right, Le'Veon's back. Um, everyone says it's soft tissue injuries, soft tissue, soft tissue injuries when you haven't gone through camp. He's back. How do you how do you integrate him into the team? Like, look, the offense hasn't changed much; it's the same. But uh, getting up to football shape and football speed, especially on a game week, how difficult is that? Well, we know physical condition precedes anything. Uh, Le'Veon's a competitor, a hard worker. Uh, he came out to practice today. It wasn't like he missed a beat. Uh, he's a running back, so obviously you don't need to be uh, ran in the ground or his knees to be just pounded out. But, uh, man, I made sure to got with him. We, we run the gases in between series. But, uh, man, he's a professional. He takes care of his body. Uh, he, he's enjoy, he enjoys that part of the process in regards to getting prepared. And uh, I think he's going to be able to run the ball as much as we need him to and uh, do what he desired to do. And uh, that's be uh, special. You know, um, look, we live in Los Angeles, right? We're broadcasting from the Los Angeles Doug Gottlieb Show. And to people in Los Angeles, Sunday afternoon, if you don't have NFL Sunday ticket and you're watching like CBS, you have to watch the Colts and the Rams. That's like that's the only game on network TV. So I like I know you're working with direct TV. <laughs> I just I can't fathom that anybody who calls themselves an NFL fan or a Steeler fan wouldn't have direct TV. Can you? Yeah, you got to have direct TV, you know, direct TV, NFL Sunday ticket allows you to see every out-of-market game. You know, you could be wherever you at and, and see the game that you desire to see. Uh, you could check it out at uh, directtv.com slash NFL uh, for more info. You know, I've been partnered with DirecTV uh, for over 20 years. And so I've been my exclusive home to the NFL Sunday ticket. It's the only way to get every out-of-market out of NFL game. You know, I want to scout them defensive back that may be playing at uh, that night game, you know, that uh, – the game that I possibly cannot see. You know, I need to have that DirecTV NFL Sunday ticket so I can get that game scout. Uh, 
whenever the game's on. Well, I can't wait to see you in Cleveland this weekend. Glad you got paid uh, paid your dues. Uh, four years, $73 million, and you got Le'Veon back, and you got Martavis back uh, from suspension. Should be awesome to watch your offense. Thanks for joining us on Fox Sports Radio. Thank you, brother. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.